The following audio presentation may contain mature language, situations, and violence. Listener discretion is advised. Previously on Edict Zero FIS. That is acquisition of the artifact item has already occurred. 262-144. The exploding briefcase. He will waste no time in detonating it. He will do it without care of who it kills. He may not even believe there's anyone real to kill. It's Melissa. I understand that there was a murder here with some unusual circumstances, involving a man wearing a long coat and sunglasses. He also had with him a young girl. It's 26A64. The girl. We need to solve the Melissa riddle. That is the key to this. Can lead to trouble, yes, but it also can lead to discovery. Should the discovery be the trouble, it may be better to wonder than to discover, sir. The world is spooky. Sometimes I'm not sure what I'm looking at. I'm not sure at all. West Island Terminus Border Pass Facility Toll Booth Number 6 Sunday, January 4, 2415 Time, 1.17 a.m. Please drop currency in the receptacle beneath the blinking arrow. Thank you. What's that I hear in the background? You better not be throwing another party. The last time you had people over while I was at work, the neighbors called the cops and we almost got kicked out on the street. Oh, man. Just relax. I didn't invite that many people here. Just take it easy. It's fine. I told people to stay out of your room. What was that? I got speech from the system in my other ear. Listen, there better not be anything illegal going on there. I can't afford to be looking for another place. Oh, man. Nothing illegal here. Just a bag from the state dope shop and some hookers. And they're legit. I checked their licenses. Dude, don't call consorts hookers. They hate that. Yo, man, speaking of that, dude, you hear that South Island's trying to outlaw them? What the hell kind of place you from anyway, dude? Yeah, one more reason not to move back home. Poor conservative uptight bastards. As if South Island wasn't lame enough already. That damn scanner. What? Hang on a minute, okay? All right, dude. Sir, your car didn't go through. I can try to scan that for you in here, or would you like to pay the toll in currency? Please drop currency in the receptacle beneath the blinking arrow. Thank you. You're all set. Have a good night. What's with the helicopters, dude? The what? 
Dude, I hear helicopters, man. There's been a lot of military craft buzzing around in the sky tonight. Who knows? Maybe it has something to do with the idiot convention in Vegas, too. You should see the stream of mainlanders coming out of there tonight. I don't know what the occasion is. Yeah, dude, what is it, the third? January 3rd, right? The fourth, technically. Yo, wasn't the Bobby Eaton concert tonight at B2? Ah, Bobby Eaton. That explains all the teeny boppers I've seen in the cars at this hour. Doesn't explain all the aircraft, though. Maybe some idiot tried to take to the ocean again off the coast. What's with people doing that anyway, freaks? Oh man, great, here we go again. The computer system has been bunked up since New Year's. I gotta go. Later, dude. Well, hello, ma'am, your car didn't go through. I used my card only an hour ago and it worked fine. Oh, we've been having problems with the scanner Error. out there. Error. Uh, running diagnostics to locate Oh, the problems. computers are acting up. Service by a I can swipe your card in here if you still want to do charge, or you can yeah, pay by yeah, cash. Yeah. Here's my card. Take it away. Task ended. System reset. Could you pull up a little more, please? Thank you. Roll up more door. Year 2413. Registration number logged. Mainland fleet number. Oh, you're all set. Here's your card back. And have a... Uh, ...natural during the receipt of this warning from the National Fugitive Alert System. A sensor you operate has detected the ID microchip of a suspect wanted by Federal Investigative Services. Are you going Consider to give it to me, Skippy? Are you dangerous. going to keep standing there staring at me like a moron? I haven't Alerts got all night. Hello? Oh, I'm... I'm very sorry. I haven't been feeling well. Here's your card and have a, uh, have a good night. Well, after meeting you, it can't get much worse. Thanks. Oh, Cleo, do you really have to be like that? Like what? Like a bitch? Oh, you think I'm being what? a bitch? No, I, I didn't mean that. I, I, yes, I... yes, you did, but you won't say it. Because you have no spine. You're a spineless, pathetic twit. Yes, I have to be a bitch, thank you very much. It comes from being married to you. Do you have any idea how furious I am with then you? Then take it out on me and not the poor toll booth guy. Waste my goddamn time driving all the way to Vegas after we planned this for months, only to have you sissy out. Wait, did you say we were married? Oh, wipe that creepy look off your face. I misspoke. We're conjoined. Marriage is a social term used by people who love each other, and I sure as hell don't love you tonight. Sorry, I just... Something about her bothered me. He was a... They were a nice couple, and I got the feeling she was really into you. Though I can't imagine why. But no, you had to screw it up. You still could have, you know, done it. No, no, I couldn't have done it. You know how it works, Peter. We both do it or neither of us does. But I've been thinking lately that, it, well, you know... I only want to, you know, do it with you. Oh, please, stop thinking. Monogamy is so 24th century. God, you're pathetic. That's a little strange. Why are the cars behind us stopping? What? Well, Who cares? Well, they must be slowing down because of the flashers up ahead. Maybe you should slow down, too. There might be an accident. Hmm. I don't see any of the cars ahead of us slowing down, do you? Great. Now the car is malfunctioning, and the engine this light... This is Z-Link. 
Please be advised that all manual operating privileges for this vehicle have been revoked. What? And revoked Peter, did you forget to pay the insurance, what? insurance again? Insurance? What? Yes, I mean, no. I mean, yes, I paid the insurance. We have received an emergency directive from law enforcement to disable this vehicle. Oh, I can't Please trust you with anything, can I? Do not attempt to operate or exit the vehicle unless otherwise instructed. Authorities have been dispatched to your location. Is this Stand some kind by. of a joke? This is Lieutenant Farnell of West Island State Police. We have you surrounded. Please keep your hands visible. Once the vehicle comes to a complete stop, Z will unlock the door. You will then exit the vehicle slowly with your hands raised. Be advised that we are authorized to use deadly force. Do not resist. Finds no hits in target vehicle. Override the eyes with CIDs, Cleo Tilton and Peter Tilton. The scanner detects the flag microchip in the vehicle, back of the vehicle, the trunk. We might have a fugitive in the trunk. Not unless he's dead. Didn't you hear the call from aviation? The bioscan found nothing. We need hard cover on this when we pop it, just in case. We need cover over here. We're getting signal bounce back from the trunk over here. What we got here? We don't know yet. The chip is in the trunk. So open it up. Pop it! We have luggage. They have the ID implant of a fugitive in their luggage? No, my guess it's the thing lying right there on the back with the red bow on it. it. Looks like someone is playing with us. That's definitely it. It's an implant from Harlan Hill Sanitarium. Patient ID 2871. Alias Mr. Cook. You are listening to Edict Zero, FIS, the science fiction audio drama series. Starring James Keller, Julie Hoverson, Phil Rossi, Tanya Milojevic, Russell Gold, Glenn Hallstrom, Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard, Kim Poole, and creator Jack Kincaid. West Island, State Police Services, Border Town Station, time to 36 a.m. Lieutenant Farnell, Fed just arrived from some special unit. I know, I'm going to talk to them right now. Meanwhile, make sure there's a fresh pot of coffee on. It's going to be a long, long night. Yes, sir. Are you Lieutenant Farnell? Yep, Lieutenant John Farnell, West Island State Police. You must be one of the FIS agents from the Romero Field Office. We'll be expecting you. I'm not from the Romero Office, but I am FIS. Special Agent Benjamin Zern from the FIS Counterterror Operations Division. Counterterrorism? Well, I'll be. It's not often that we hear from you COD guys. Now that you're here, I'm as curious as ever about the escaped loony that the flag ship belonged to. But I got the funny feeling you're about to yank this from our hands. I hope you know we'll be glad to help out the FIS in any way we can. <laughs> There's no standing directive to usurp jurisdiction that I'm aware of. We appreciate your partnership in this. What can you tell me about the couple taken into custody? Mr. and Mrs. Tilton are from Jamestown in the mainland. They drove here to Vegas to meet up with a couple they meant to swap partners with. From the sounds of it, it didn't work out. They knew nothing about the chip or how it got in the trunk. I suspect it was planted there for us to find. The Tiltons have mainland plates and certainly stuck out as tourists. It was only a matter of time before they headed back home. He would have known the implant would be picked up by a sensor on one of the bridges out. 
With the Westlake Bridge shut down, the GK is the only way on or off the island by car, which is why it's well-traveled at all times of the day. West Island never sleeps, and the traffic through Bordertown never stops. We're gonna need a list of everywhere they've been and develop a timeline. It stands to reason that he may have tossed the chip into the trunk in passing while they were loading their luggage for the trip home. If we can figure out when and where that happened, it could offer useful data to predict where he may turn up next on the island. Are you sure he's still here? This may have been intended as a distraction while he crossed into the mainland. I have doubts about that. This is much more likely to be a sign of his confidence, a taunt. Though I'm sure that he hopes this will disorient our efforts. So this escaped loony is a terrorist? This man has ties with extremist conspiracist factions, and is suspected of involvement with the New Year's incident. Center City bombing. That's as serious as it gets. But I thought it had to do with the East Island gangsters. We're still gathering intelligence on how all the dots connect. I would appreciate it if your department kept all this under your hat with the press. I'll do that, Agent. I'd like to question the Tiltons as soon as possible. This is one of two related incidents I'm working on tonight. And I may need to return to the other scene immediately if something breaks. Another incident? Yes, a murder in Sunset Bay with strange circumstances. Our suspect is the same man. You're having a hell of a night, aren't you? <laughs> more than I can say. Much more. I have the Tiltons ready for you in that conference room over there. Number three. About 15 minutes should do it. I thank you for acknowledging the urgency involved. I need to step out and make some calls to touch base with the office. I'll be back shortly. Good morning, Agent, sir. What? You're... What are you doing here? I am only here to you, Agent. So you may wish to address me discreetly, or feign a phone call. Unless you fancy others believing that you converse with vapors, I suspect that this would not be helpful in rebuilding your reputation in the FIS. Now, walk to your car. Right. 45Q98 has made his final acquisition of 262-144. Our assets have identified and secured all the other sites where it may respawn. He can only utilize the briefcase once more. After that, it will be delivered to our custody to be promptly deactivated and destroyed. Nonetheless, another detonation should be avoided, particularly if it involves more clients who could be unanchored. Edict Zero has enough ghosts being spilled from the overburdened guff already. The what? Disregard my digression. A monstrous pertinence here is that our methods of repairing the environmental corruption caused by the detonations of 262-144 have improved greatly since the first incident. Another event would cause damage, make no mistake, but not the catastrophe that 45Q98 desires. From this, we should take no solace. For we calculate a 92% probability that he understands his position and now seeks a more efficient instrument of destruction. He's looking for another artifact? That may be, Agent. And now, he has 26A64 as a resource. Moreover, his latest play, this utilization of the Fugitive Alert System, 
has served, we believe, to be its intended purpose. To complicate our efforts to neutralize them discreetly and maximize damage potential by drawing attention. We did not predict this move, and the bulletin to all lower edicts could not be contained. This will have the attention of the FISHQ, and most assuredly, the new unit on the trail of 45Q98. Dealing with them directly was an inevitability we acknowledged, but not one that we anticipated so soon are under such unfavorable conditions. We've taken some measures to delay it, but the delay time is negligible, alas. Have my orders changed? Yes, they have been revised. An infiltration of this unit of agents would be suitable, so we may better monitor their activities and how shall I say, gently guide them so they may become part of our solution rather than the troublesome alternative. I see. Do you advise any particular infiltration method? Well, your role in establishing that situation will be passive. Leave that to us. That process is already initiated. Concentrate on 45Q98. Understood. Will that be all? There is an additional revision. This applies to your parameters for 26A64. You cannot fall into the hands of a lower edict. Not Edict 2, and certainly not into the hands of this problematic FIS unit. Cognizant of the danger this could represent, I have been given authorization to terminate 26A64 if necessary. Terminate? I extend to you this authorization, Agent Sir, with the following directive. Should circumstances lean toward the unit acquiring the girl into custody, kill her. She's just a child. Agent Sir, you should know by now that nothing is what it seems. The Hugsley House Inn, Room 27, Promontory, Mainland, Time, 4.39 a.m. For our heritage, and how we came to inhabit the world of Edict Zero, we leave you with a striking image of the orbiting EDZ-6 starship as it crosses the face of Poseidon. Until the next time, this is Henry Toome for New World History. Goodbye. Not a happy sound. I'm better with the scary ones. I found that it's best to stick with what comes natural. Less disappointments that way. Don't misunderstand me. I'm not averse to new experiences. I tried my hand at spreading happiness once. <laughs> it didn't work out. In a world like this, smiles don't keep they spoil too quickly and once they're gone it's like they were never there that's not at all fulfilling for me I'd ask if this is a hit but I've never known killers to be talkers 
that's a dangerous statement there, you know, given your circumstances. That's the talk of a man who wants excitement. Is my presence that toxic that you would want the quick way out after, what, 30 seconds? <laughs> and what's this shit about killers not being talkers? You think killers don't need to express themselves, too. Bottling things up isn't healthy. I learned that in anger management. So you're a chatty hitman, or a random psychopath who decided that he wanted a pal at four o'clock in the morning. Either way, you have my attention. That's good, Agent Briggs. That's a rare and valuable thing in a world full of all kinds of distractions, but I don't think it's complete. You're thinking about the gun in the drawer of the nightstand. <gasps> it's not there. It's across the room with your badge and phone. I thought it might distract you and poop the party. What do you want? Let's start with some stress in your voice. You're making me feel inadequate and out of control. You're going about this all wrong. But hey, I can see how you excelled at undercover work. That was a good career move for you. And that training to stay calm in any situation sank in. Maybe a little too deep. Down to the bone marrow. You must be a dull lay. Do we know each other? Does anyone know anyone? Never mind, you're right. I'm overextending it now and it's getting boring. Forget the segue. Let's cut to business. Who sent you? Unhappy people who need relief from the heat. This whole slash and burn witch hunt that you feds have been on in East Island hasn't settled well with these people, you understand? Do you know what else hasn't settled well with them? The zeal of a guy that you may have heard of. Paul Wakeman. Does that ring a bell? So you were sent by one of the Tridon families? None of the families appreciate being red herrings on Wakeman's dinner plate. What's going on in Capital City? The feds going after people under a false pretext? That's pretty common. What's going on in East Island? Now that's rare. For once in these miserable bastards' lives, they're innocent. Karma is a bitch. What the hell do you want with me? I'm officially out of the department. I'm not working the organized crime angle, and they've got nothing to hold over my head. But that's not true for you, is it? Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. I've seen guys like you. You must be an awful deep shit to have turned errand boy. Let's talk about me some other time. I'm behind schedule on account of that partner of yours across the hall, who picked a bad night to have insomnia. What? What did you... Up, up. Don't turn around. I'll take points off for trying to get a look at me. It would be a disappointment to you anyway. Even if I wasn't wearing a mask, which I am. I don't have a movie star's mug, but I do what I can with it. What did you do? I waited. That's why I'm behind schedule. If you're not here to threaten me and you're not here to kill me, then why are you here? to bring you a gift. Christmas comes twice this year. What is it? There's a crystal in your nightstand where your gun was. It's a flash drive with encrypted data. You won't be able to view the files in it without the cipher key. A very long-ass cipher key. Okay, where do I get that? 
it'll come to you in a couple hours, magically, like a good fortune. Unless, of course, something prevents me from making a clean exit to places I gotta be, if you know what I mean. That's the only way you'll get to see what's on the drive. Alright. If you take it to your labs, they'll be able to decrypt it eventually, but the data will be wiped before you get to see it. Run it through any government system and it'll be flagged and as good as gone. Poof, gone. Is that gonna happen like magic too? People in high places make all kinds of magic happen. You'd be surprised. Why will this data matter to me? Why do I care? Because you want to know who Mr. Cook is. The Hugsley House Inn. Room 29. Promontory. Mainland. Time, 5.55 a.m. Each commander has their own methods. You must accept them and compromise for the entire unit. If you are divided, the unit will not function properly, and this is dangerous for everyone in a tactical environment. That's when mistakes happen and people get hurt. I should not need to school you on this. Gavin, you know this is what I would say. So why... It's not the same without you, Commander Resnick. Everything changes, remember? If you refuse to change with it, you are obsolete. Not relevant. That's not good. See, I miss these kicks in the ass. It pleases me to know the team is still together. You are the best. Do not let that fall away because I am gone. I am not coming back. I have been reassigned twice and I believe this assignment will last. It is done. When are you going to stop blaming yourself for what happened in Montreal? It wasn't your fault. All that happens in a commander's AOR is their responsibility. That is what an AOR means. No one blames you for what happened to Alex and Tina. Not us, and not the FIS. I am accountable. <sighs> if the new commander is inept in bringing the team together, there is nothing I can do. It is not my place. It is not my team. The task must fall to you to make this happen. You do not need me to hold your hand. You never did. Yes, Commander. Stop calling me, Commander. This is no longer accurate. It's who you are. I do not believe that. And you will always be my Commander. And I'm not the only one who feels that way. Then that is why TU-7 will fail. And for that, I will not be accountable. You will. And I will not be proud. I must go. is not who I am. Agent Resnick. Good morning, Agent Briggs. Yes? Our train to North Island leaves in 35 minutes. We need to be there in 20. I know this. Come in. Are you ready to go to the station? I'm ready to roll. Looks like you are too. I tried to phone you, but you didn't answer. I was talking to someone. I didn't hear a call trying to come in. Did you leave a message? No. Is there a problem? What? No. What do you mean? The look on your face says something troubles you. You are not focused. 
I had trouble sleeping. Actually, about an hour ago, something happened. This is not right. There was a priority alert that I missed. I should have received these in my mail inbox, but it wasn't there. There were only the reports from an hourly task I run, which I need to go through. What's the alert? It's a bulletin from the Fugitive Alert System. There was a hit on the Great Keys Bridge on the West Island side, outbound. Harlan Hill patient ID 2871. Holy hell, that's Mr. Cook. Did they apprehend? I am downloading the reports now, but that does not seem to be the case. He is listed at large. FIS and the police are coordinating efforts to locate him in West Island. The implant that the scanners detected was not installed. Installed? The microchip was no longer implanted. It was his implant, but not in him. There are reports here which speculate that it was planted in the vehicle of a third party who were unaware. I don't know why Cook would do that. I don't know either. But if he is looking for the bomb, that must be where it is. West Island. Or it's where the bomb was. Let's hope that he hasn't already found it. The Perfect Cup. 72 Prinkster Avenue. Crown Short. North Island. Listen, buddy. I'm not making this stuff up. Read the pamphlet. It's all there, right there. This is reality, not the pre-verifications they spoon-feed us from a young age to make us accept Edict Zero through knowing nothing else. They don't want us to know about nothing else. This is the real hmm. deal. Let me see if I understand this. So what you believe is that we never left planet Earth, the old Earth. What we know to be history is actually an elaborate made-up story to cover up the truth that we are actually living on secret islands in the Atlantic Ocean, a psychological experiment. Exactamungo, Skipper. Then that would make you a same Earth conspiracist. No, no, labeled labels, I don't want labels. Labels is how we get lumped and marginalated. Labels, labels, they're another weapon against us to make us look like ducks. Hmm. Why would they try to make you look like ducks? What? You don't look like a duck. Are you a loony? Of course I don't look like a duck. You said that they're trying to make you look like ducks. I think you meant quacks. Right. I meant ducks. Forget that. Whatever. The experiment is going wrong. It's all going to hell, Skipmeister. What happened on New Year's? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yep, yep. We know what's going on here, all of us. That bomb that took out that place in Gleeds, that was meant for my group here. Really? That's right. We were meeting up that uh, very same night. They got the address wrong on account of bad intelligences, but they haven't given up. No, sir, the Fetty Freddies are crawling all around. Fetty Freddies? Hmm. That's kind of catchy, isn't it? Fetty Freddy. Why, we should keep our voices down. There could be one of those feds in here right now. They could be overhearing everything we're saying. You're probably right. In fact, I know you are. What? Do you see any? Point them out. Point them out. Technically, I do not see any. Listen, Skipperoonie, you better wake up and smell the lab rat, because it's you. That's right. You and me and all of us. 
They want us to think there's nothing out there in the oceans. This is the only place there is. Yeah, they want us to stay in this backwards place, which is all wrong. All wrong. They don't want us to know that we're part of a larger world. So that's it. That's exactly it. No, I mean the reason that you cling to this. It's a coping device for a deep-seated perception of yourself that you can't handle. You feel that you have failed at your life here on the Five Islands, so you want to believe that there's something more, something better. And once this larger world is revealed, it would void the failure and redeem you. What are you, one of those damn fortune tellers? You don't know me. What the hell do you know about me? I know that you're smarter than you come across. That's because you have an insecurity about your intelligence which causes you to overcompensate. For example, by trying to use bigger words than your vocabulary supports. When you said pre-verification, you meant prevarication. And you meant marginalized when you said marginalated, I think it was. You should have used simpler words which come more naturally. It's okay, vocabulary is not a barometer for intelligence any more than how much information you can store and readily recall. Are you trying to pick a fight with me, funny man? What? Oh, no, I'm telling you what I know about you, like how your distrust for authority figures began at a young age. Part of that stems from being in trouble a lot in school for acting out. Secretly, you wanted to be invisible. You probably would have been too, if your feelings of insecurity didn't bother you so much that you were compelled to draw attention to yourself. Don't worry, I'll elaborate. No. You don't know You me. did this in hope that you could read the reactions of the other kids and maybe figure out if they really were conspiring against you, saying bad things about you, like a self-critical part of you deep down inside thought they should be. You were sure they were. They probably weren't, by the way, not until you gave them reasons to. You wanted relief from the paranoid thoughts which depressed you and sought it in the wrong way. You actually created the conditions which you most feared. I can relate to that dynamic somewhat. Actually, I wonder if I was projecting. Was I projecting? No, I don't think I was. You don't know what you're talking about. I was telling you about your perspective, and I was just getting started. But you're right, I don't need to be so comprehensive. Maybe I'm overcompensating for something. Are you going to eat that Danish? Yes. Well, good luck. Good morning, Agent Briggs. Right now, I'm at a quaint little cafe and tea shop in Crown Shore. Good service, friendly people, but the wallpaper is rather depressing. It's a yellow that's, well, I almost want to call it institutional. Good morning to you too, Agent Garrett. The name of the place is interesting though. It's called the Perfect Cup. It boasts the perfect cup of coffee or tea. For whom is the question? For all, it's not possible. Did you know that our taste buds are as unique as our fingerprints? You might be overthinking it. Actually, the configurations of each person's senses are unique. No two people see exactly the same color or smell exactly the same smell and so on. Our sensors are unique. Our interpreters are even unique in how they handle the sensory data. Each and every one of us truly have a personal world in which no one else experiences. How many cups of coffee have you had? Though other people seem to be in your world, they're not. They're in their own, technically. All they have in your world is an avatar unique to it, and one they actually can't experience. It's freaky to think about it. Nick. When you boil it down, other people have no more substance on that level than hallucination. Nick. What? Oh, sorry. And I'm not drinking coffee, I'm drinking tea. Blue fire tea. Very strong stuff. You don't say. Oh, I do. It's great. But not... Perfect. Hmm. I should buy a box of tea bags. There's been a development in the case. That's good to hear. Tell me about it while I find a better place to talk. There's a conspiracy convention in the area, and a few of them are wandering around here. 
I wouldn't want to get any more of them excited. More of them? Do I even want to know? That has no relevance. That's never stopped you before. True. Okay, I'll tell you about it. Down. I'm gonna put the call on speaker so Agent Resnick can be in on this. Good morning, Special Agent Garrett. Hello, Agent Resnick. Welcome to the unit. I'm sure you'll be a fantastic asset to the team as our technical analyst. I hope that is so. Thank you. I also know that you'll provide fantastic surveillance of the team to AD Docksnader. I'll make sure you have all the juicy tidbits about Briggs and Kircher, to include in your reports. What? No, I'm not- I'm just trying to score brownie points ahead of time. How long before you were assigned as Unit AIC? <clears throat> Enough, Garrett. I just wondered how long Doc Stater's careful consideration will take. Sorry. Go ahead, Briggs. What's the development? Mr. Cook's implant from Harlan Hill turned up in West Island. It was caught by scanners on the Great Keys Bridge. They found it in the trunk of some mainland tourists. It was planted there, with a bow on it. A present for us to find, is my guess. Yes, I saw the bulletin from the Fugitive Alert System, and I've had the reports uploaded to my tablet computer. Wow, this Blue Fire tea really is one of How long have you known about this? About three hours or so. When exactly were you going to let us in on this? After we got on the train for North Island? You didn't get on the train? No. I think we need to go to West Island. That must be where he's looking for the briefcase. I'm charging up the rental car to drive there now with Agent Resnick. Where's Agent Kircher? She's not answering her phone or mails in her inbox. She's on her way to the London field office to talk with an undercover informant in McCrin's organization. You should know that. You set it up. There are a few tunnels between here and there. Why aren't you going with her? I wanted to follow up with my informant, the one who told me about the alley in Harborough where the briefcase appeared on New Year's. I'm going to head over to his address shortly. Does Agent Kircher know about the new developments? Not yet. She left the safe house this morning while I had a power nap. I've also tried to call her a few times, too. Well, uh, that's not true. I only tried her once. I'll try again in a minute. No offense, Agent Garrett, but the novelty of your personality quirks has worn off. Are we together on this, or aren't we? I sense hostility. Be careful with that. Agent Resnick is taking notes. Yes, that's exactly what I'm doing. Hmm. Agent Kircher's calling you right now. This seems like as good a time as any to test out my conference call features. Let's get the whole gang together, shall we? Hello, Agent Kircher. You've just joined a call with Agent Briggs and Agent Resnick who are on speaker. Oh. Uh, hello, Agent Briggs and Agent Resnick. Nice to meet you. Likewise, Agent Kircher. It is much nicer than meeting Agent Garrett already. Oh, so Agent Garrett has made a new fan. <laughs> and so quickly. The power of talent is an awesome thing. I read my mail about the alert from the FA system. Do we believe that Mr. Cook is still in West Island? Agent Briggs presupposed that Mr. Cook is in West Island. This could be a move to throw us off from where he actually is. He put the implant in the trunk while the car was in West Island and it was flagged outbound. I didn't presuppose anything. Wait a minute. Did you say something before about a bow on his implant? <laughs> he put a bow on it? He did. A sure sign of arrogance. That doesn't jive well with my working profile of Mr. Cook, unless the bow was meant to send a message. To us? Agent Briggs, I hope you're wrong about Mr. Cook being in West Island. Unfortunately, now that I know about the bow, I strongly suspect that you got lucky with your assumption and you're right. If so, that comes with a lot of bad news. I didn't assume. 
And this whole thing is bad news. This is worse news. It would mean he already has the bomb. A bull tells you this? In context with all the other pieces, yes. It's clear that he's very efficient in getting around the five islands without being detected. We weren't even close to catching up with him and he knew it. There wasn't a need to try to shake us off his trail. He didn't need to create a diversion. He deliberately tipped his hand to his whereabouts. He would only do that if he felt secure about his position. If his current objective is to locate the briefcase bomb, he would not jeopardize that by inviting possible complications to it. He's smug, but not so smug that he would make it more challenging for himself. Right. But he's not overconfident and he's not bored. I think he's on his toes. That means he's moved on to the next objective and we must have some part to play in it. You think he knows about us? No, not necessarily. I was referring to law enforcement in general. Everyone. He wants all eyes on West Island. He wants an audience. Captain Socrates said that Cook meant to blow holes in the wall of the world. Why? He said to knock them down. He also said, for all to see through. For all to see. To see what? To see what he sees, or thinks he sees. Whatever was so troubling to him that he removed his eyes. Yes. The cruel truths behind the beautiful lies, as Socrates put it. The point is, Mr. Cook is working up to what he thinks will be a grand unveiling. This makes me very nervous. It should. I think we've just entered Mr. Cook's endgame. London. FIF Field Office. Special Operations Communication Suite 2. London. North Island. Time, 6.32 a.m. Access granted and locked. Thank you. Hey, good morning, Special Agent Mills and Special Agent Pletcher. I'll be running a scan to verify identification and check for any devices so I can clear your for entry into this area. Please stand still while the scan is in progress. It will only take a moment. Special Agent Pletcher. I've detected a microchip computer in the right inside pocket of your blazer. Please relinquish it into the receptacle drawer beneath the blinking red arrow. I'm sorry. I thought it would be all right to bring it in, so I could reference some case notes during the questioning. That's my fault. I should have briefed you on a new protocol that went into effect last month at this office. It was on account of the breach we had. Thank you, and please stand still again to confirm. You're both clear for entry, thank you. We'll have a link established shortly unless there's a problem on his end. He's deep cover and he will have to abort if there's an elevated risk to his cover. Are you familiar with this system? I used it once some years ago in an East Island office for a case I was working on. Once. Uh, I never worked in an organized crime division, so I I'm going to say no, I'm not that familiar with it. The code name of the operative is Turner 6. His voice will be disguised through a heavy filter. We'll only have a three-minute communications window, I'm afraid. <sighs> three minutes. Just keep your questions as concise as you can to get to the answers you want. No need to identify yourself. Up right to it. Avoid any questions which could divulge details of his cover identity in McCrin's organization, or of course his real one, which even this office is not privy to. It won't answer these, and the clock is ticking. As long as there's no pressure, Agent Mills. You'll do fine. I had hoped to have my files for reference. 
I'm sure you know your case. Thank you for the confidence. The will be established in 10 seconds. Here we go. Are you ready? Do you have doubts? <laughs> Not one. Connection of status. It's your show. Conference now in session. Is Turner 6 present? Yes, I'm Turner 6. If I disconnect abruptly, I apologize in advance. I take risk with using this interface, but what can I do for you? Are you familiar with the name Melissa Parker? I do not recall that name. Are you aware of a meeting that took place on December 30th between Jacob Tunnell Sr. and a clan chief, Dunham McCrin? Please elaborate. It took place east of Center City in Gannontown at a property owned by Tunnell. They met there by car. We have camera stills of their arrival and departure. Dunham arrived there with three soldiers, but there was also a girl with them. A girl? About how old? She is 16, but she looks younger, nine or ten years old. They left her with Tonell's people. We believe that she may have been, though I hate putting it in these terms, part of a business transaction, part of the deal in their partnership talks. I might know who you're talking about, if this is so. I know of her. Some question whether she exists, or is only another fable of the McCroons who love to spin their yards. But like many, I have never seen her. Only those at the top of the family have, but she is spoken of in all circles of the clan with superstitious undertones. Treading the law of the prodigy is considered by some to be bad luck, and is done with caution. But it happens more often now that she is said to be gone. The prodigy? That's the most common reference of her. Some call her the seer or the spook girl. Like the one called the druid, the child is counted among the more mysterious captive advisors to Seamus McCrin, who is very superstitious and is said to have some dark practices. Melissa Parker is an advisor to the High Chieftain of Clan McCrin? I do not know that name as I said, but if she is the same, then yes, or she was. The Chieftain is said to be distressed that the prodigy is gone. She died in the Center City explosion. What, what else can you tell me about her? How can she advise Seamus McCrin? What makes her a prodigy? These are only stories told. Take them for what they are. It is said, though, that she can see distant places, she can read thoughts, and she can commune with the dead. It's through her that the High Chieftain is said to correspond with his late grandfather. That is the last thing I expected to hear. And she has not spoken of as if she's deceased. There are rumors that Seamus has people dedicated to the task of finding her again. After he led her out for what was supposed to be one week, and something happened. I did not know that it was to be Jacob Tunnell that she went to, but this now, but this makes some sense now. For a week, you said? He expected her to be returned. Of course. Seamus McCrin believes that she is alive? Yes. He believes that the prodigy is still alive. That's correct. But if she is the same girl, if she's the same girl that you're interested in, based on your comment about the discrepancy with how old she is and how old she looks, I have to think that you are. Although this would be very strange. Why is that? It would mean that some of the law is true. They say that the prodigy does not age. Eighty-eight Keen in Street, Flat Eight, Crown Short, 
North Island, near the Gleek City Line. I'm Roy Dogel. You've reached my phone, but you haven't reached me. The reason why that may be probably amounts to my being up to no good. Expect the worst, but you can hope for the best and leave me a message or shoot me mail or text. I might get back to you. I might not. Depends on how much trouble I'm in. Cheers. This is Nick Garrett. We talked yesterday in Gleeds. I stopped by your residence just now, but no one answered the door. I'll try again later by phone if that's all right. I have some questions I would like to ask off the record to clear up a few things. Thanks. Have a good day. Bring the girl. The ambassador wants to talk to her. Goodness. Oh, whatever do you hope to accomplish with these theatrics? Your tears, however appropriate for the occasion they may be, have only achieved redundancy. Not a drop provides any service or leverage in this situation. All the theatrics, you bastard! Can't you see she's scared? Oh, yes, indeed, Mr. Dougal. Fear is an animal I can readily identify. I see it all the time, and I find it most useful. I assure you, Miss Donovan, that your cries do not reach beyond this room, and that Mr. Dougal's neighbors sleep peacefully. For them, it's just another lazy Sunday morning to be made the most of. She got nothing to do with this. She done nothing. Let her go. You can do what you want with me. That would be viewed by some as a noble sacrifice for your, how shall I say, booty buddy. But not one you're in a position to make, I'm afraid. It's unfortunate that we cannot handle her as discreetly and harmlessly as Mr. Busby's lady friend, Patricia Rothley. She, too, was exposed to the briefcase, but not to dangerous knowledge. You endangered her by confiding in her, just as you endangered yourself by confiding in that agent from the FIS. I warned you, Mr. Dougal. What are you going to do? You're going to kill us. My range of options for each of you will be established firmly by what I see in your eyes. If it will offer you comfort, sir, I believe the remedy won't be as harsh as you fear. Elevate your optimism. What do you mean, see in her eyes? See what in her eyes? What are you talking about? Oh, it's a matter of procedure. Most often a formality, I find. But I've witnessed a surprise or two since yeah, this new troublesome age that has been thrust upon us. Errors abound with fluctuating variables. Why, I wonder if I don't have one or two of my own. How else could I have misjudged you? If the notion weren't ridiculous, I might wonder if you upset me, Mr. Dougal, and that I have elected to devote resources to the unnecessary task of correcting you personally. But then, how could I possibly renounce accountability? That's quite enough of that. No better. What did that do? Now, what did you do to her? Hmm. Now let's have a look. Negative and fortunate. What did that do? What did you do to her? What's negative? 
look into this light, Mr. Tukul. Confirmed, you see. Surprises do happen. Why? What I? I'm the man in your living room, sir. No, you're not a man at all. Yes, something else. Yes, something else. Would this add to your troubles, sir? What are you? What are you? The answer to that question is beyond your horizons. Miss Donovan will lose a week. You, on the other hand, may lose quite a bit more. As we have learned the hard way, your results may vary with the treatment I must prescribe. Fear not. Should the harshest outcome occur, you'll have no distress. But first, it's nap time. Hold him. No. Hey, you're not in it. What did you do to me? You see? All done. Why? Gently down the stream. Merrily. 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 Interstate. Route 5. Hastings. Mainland. Time. 7.05 a.m. Agent Briggs, is there another unit assigned to hunt for Mr. Cook? Not that I know of. Given the way things are headed, that could change in a hurry. Especially with the rest of the task force hitting dead ends. A new fugitive bulletin was issued which states... He is wanted for questioning in connection with the January 1st, 2415 bombing of the Vortex nightclub in Center City and other terrorist action against the Federation. That's major. The task force may be changing its official position. If they move to our angle on this, they may end up absorbing our unit, and then we'd be answering to Wakeman, or his replacement anyway. The bulletin also includes details that are not in your case files. There's a name, Sigmund Bryce. What? Whose name? Mr. Cook, which is listed as an alias. Where the hell did they get that? It's Agent Kircher. Hi, Jules. You're on speaker. I have news. So do we. Agent Resnick just caught a new alert bulletin on Mr. Cook, but it gives a name. What was it again? Sigmund? Sigmund Price. It states that he's a Harland Hill escapee, but it goes on. It says that he has ties with conspiracist extremist groups out of North and East Islands. If the conspiracist ties are true, that might explain the obsession with the paradox artifacts. Some of their schools of thought factor them in, right? What's the origin of that bulletin? West Island State Police? No, FIS. How is it that we know nothing about this? This is our case! It appears it's also the case of an agent from counterterrorism. A special agent, Benjamin Zern, is listed among the contacts. Ben Zern? I know that name from somewhere. I will see what I can find on Sigmund Bryce. They did not list a CID number. Jules. It also states on the bulletin that Cook is linked to the Center City bombing. I would call that a sign that HQ may be changing its position. 
Either that or Agent Garrett added unsanctioned notations to the flag entry in the FAS, which was only supposed to reference Cook as an escape mental patient. <gasps> do you suppose Agent Garrett would do such a thing? To force their hand on the issue? That wouldn't surprise me at all. I think I'd bet on it. Where is Agent Garrett? That's perceptive of you to ask. I don't know. That doesn't surprise me either. I think I'd bet on a slushy. On a what? Never mind. How'd everything go in London? Did you make contact with the deep cover Joe? You said you had news. Yes, and I can just imagine what Agent Garrett will do with this. The agent knows of Melissa Parker through rumor and lower, as he put it. He doesn't know her by name, but I'm confident we were talking about the same girl. She is known as the Prodigy, or the Spook Girl, I think he said. What is she, a comic book villain? Apparently, she wasn't just a captive, but an advisor. An unwilling advisor. Remember how we deducted that the McCrins would only keep her alive if she was useful in some way? I remember being the first one who brought up the idea, which a certain lady shot down. You score one! Congratulations! So I may have found the reason. A delusion. Seamus McCrin believes that she's psychic and can read thoughts and talk with the dead. Talk to the dead? Ridiculous. And yeah, the High Chieftain is heavy into the superstitious stuff. If he believed she had that ability, it could explain some of that situation. But there had to be a reason that he believed it. People who choose to believe in such things will. They do not need evidence. That's a long time to keep a psychic who gives no hits. I'm just saying. But there has to be more to it than that. I, I feel like there's a lot we're missing. Oh, and uh, it's believed that the Prodigy is still alive. I'll send you all the details. Here, I thought it couldn't get any stranger. Every time we find an answer, it comes with five new questions, which are weirder than the original. Have you reached West Island yet? No. Still in the mainland. We just hit Route 5 after a few detours. The last exit was for... Ender, I think. It said Hastings. We do east of Beldensville. Then we're about 15 minutes from the Great Keys Bridge. Uh, another 10 minutes to cross, depending on traffic. It should be heavy. It's the only bridge in use right now. The bridge from New Baltimore should be closed for two more days. So, about half hour? The police station we're headed for is right there on the other side of the bridge in Bordertown. Do you and Agent Garrett have an ETA in West Island? Providing that Agent Garrett makes Hi, that creature. Slushies? Never mind. He's here. And I was right about the slushy. What? Our chartered plane to West Island leaves in one hour. We'll be landing in an airfield in Newport where there will be a rental waiting for us. Call me when you land and we'll decide where to link up. The only Sigmund Bryce I have been able to find has all fields filled with X with the blinking E2SC Edict 2 Special compartmentalized with the contact number at the DOS. Why would it be classified? I've seen those X's before. When I tried to look at the CID fields of a hit from a facial recognition database search I ran using Melissa Parker's photograph. That was right before she stopped existing on record. Sounds to me like you agree with Agent Garrett that there's government involvement in all this. The idea seems a little less unreasonable with each day. A little. We'll be in touch. I'll brief Agent Garrett on the way to the airport. It's the King William Airfield on the other side of London, so we need to go now. Keep in touch. Bye. This is curious. 
considering the McCrins believe Melissa is still alive? Much curious. The bulletin about Sigmund Bryce says he may be traveling with a minor. Female, approximately 10 years old. Well, he managed to blow up the nightclub and somehow get himself out of there alive. If that's possible, I guess it's just as possible that he managed to get her out of there, too. Agent Kircher must have forgot something. Maybe not. It's not a number I recognize. Briggs. Hello there. Would you be Mr. Briggs? Yes, I am. Marcus Briggs? Yes. I'm a representative from Fondly Greetings, a service out of Center City for anonymous messaging for fun, intrigue, and romance. Did I hear that correctly? You're an anonymous message service? Someone has their eye on you. Can you guess who it is? I doubt very much that I have any secret admirers. The message reads... What's the message? Go on. Agent Resnick, would you open the glove compartment? Okay. What are those? They are fortune cookies. Why do you have fortune cookies? Like a good fortune. What? Would you like me to repeat the message? Actually, I'm going to need to talk to your supervisor right now. I'm Special Agent Marcus Briggs from Federal Investigative Services. An anonymous is just not going to do it for me. I need to know where it came from. Get your supervisor on the phone. I'll be happy to supply my badge number, and we'll go from there. These aren't yours? Uh, They're mine now. I'm sure they have some interesting fortunes. Could you open them, please? What is this about? It's about a visitor I had at 4.30 this morning. I'll tell you in a minute. This is Chad Betkoe, assistant manager at Bonley Greetings. Hello. My name is Marcus Briggs. I'm a special agent in Federal Investigative Services. Someone just sent me a message through your service, and I'm going to need as much information on where that message came from. Charter aircraft. 6,000 meters and climbing. London, North Island. Time, 8.14 a.m. And this is not my face And this is not my life And there is not a single thing here I can recognize and this is all a dream And none of you are real And I give anything You know I If what Turner Six heard was true about Seamus McCrin lending her out to Tunnell for a limited time, then that means that Jacob Tunnell intended to double-cross Mr. Cook from the start. He did not intend to let Cook walk out of the nightclub with her. He may not have intended to let Cook walk out at all. He may have killed Cook if things had gone the way they were supposed to. He couldn't have known that Cook would... Agent Garrett, are you listening to me? Yes. You have that creepy look on your face again. You had that look when you were staring out the window on the train on the way here. What do you see? You asked me that with the tone of a psychiatrist holding up an inkblot. Funny. Maybe that's the appropriate tone to use. Maybe an inkblot is just what it is. Agent Garrett? What I see is a city from the sky. I've seen it more than a hundred times, yet every time it feels just a little bit like the first time. And sometimes, for moments, 
These scary little moments, none of the shapes I see have any context. Like I'm staring at something completely divorced from my experience. Do you ever get that? The feeling of unreality? I don't think so. Not quite like that. It's a weird feeling. I think there's even a term for it, but I can't remember what it is. Agent Garrett, are you okay? That depends on what I use as a frame of reference for okay. Do you know there's an old usage for the word prodigy that gives it the same definition as the word omen? What's the relevance? Are you suggesting that the McCrins called Melissa Parker the prodigy in that antiquated context? No, not really. It's clear that they were using its common definition, if they believed she had these supernatural abilities. But what's the foundation for belief? She must have demonstrated something impressive. Otherwise, why keep her? So you're jumping to the conclusion that their belief must be true, rather than considering that there's a real reason buried under Seamus McCrin's superstitious fiddle-faddle. Hmm. I've never heard a Fetty Freddy say fiddle-faddle. A what? Or was it a Freddy Fetty? I can't remember now. You're losing focus. Right. Okay. As you said, the chieftain is superstitious. He believes in the supernatural. He's also a well-known pathological liar. What I find most interesting is the suggestion that he has people looking for her now, meaning that he believes she's still alive. The idea would seem to be reinforced by the latest alert bulletin which mentions Mr. Cook might be traveling with a girl. Who else would that girl be? Little girls aren't that rare. Now you're playing devil's advocate. No, I'm pointing out that you've presupposed something which you insist you never do. It's one of my few joys with you, Agent Garrett. I know it bothers you. Intentionally promoting conflict is not good for our working relationship. That's rich coming from you. Any conflict I promote is unintentional. I'm gonna have to call bullshit on that. I think you like being difficult and expect everyone else to excuse it because that's just how you are, right? You want a free pass to react to things as you please, i.e. like a jerk. I would respond to that, but I'm not so sure I could objectively react to your suggestion about how I react to things. I might sound like a jerk. Regardless, Agent Kircher, we should be talking about the case. You are losing focus. Avoidance. It's interesting that the last bulletin included the name we're not even familiar with. Sigmund Bryce. The FIS releases that name, yet his CID information is classified. Also interesting is the statement that he's involved with conspiracist factions. There's a lot of things interesting about the first bulletin, which references the Center City bombing. That's a departure from the official position of the FIS, but I suspect you had something to do with that. No, I didn't, but I should have really. What I'm wondering if this is some misinformation campaign by the government. The mob angle didn't work out, so they had to target a new bogeyman. The conspiracists. If there were a conspiracy, it would benefit Edict 2 to demonize them and turn public opinion against them. Now your conspiracy angle is hypothetical. Are you backpedaling? No, I'm not. Something is wrong about all this. And it points to the involvement of higher edicts. I think we'll have more answers when we talk to this agent mentioned here. From counterterrorism? This Benjamin Zern, who has a claim on Mr. Cook as his case. We'll see about that. Also, I... Interesting. What now? 
There's an hourly task I run that performs keyword searches of police and E3 records for anything in which may be relevant to my cases. It mostly produces false hits, but I've found it to be useful in the past. Relevant to your cases? You use the singular. You said my, not our. Pardon me. I've been using this script for years. I've been part of this unit for four days. You could give me some latitude. Okay, fine. You have latitude. What's interesting? What did it find? It found a murder at a movie theater in Sunset Bay, West Island last night. A murder, I might add, that Special Agent Zern is working on, coordinating with their local police. My script caught this for several reasons. The suspect's description matches Mr. Cook. Long coat, sunglasses. But that's not as interesting as the other reason. They know their suspect was there. They have witnesses. They also have camera feeds. And he doesn't show up on them. Invisible to cameras. I was wondering when that detail would come back up. Apparently it has, and apparently he was not alone. The cameras did not render him, but it rendered who he was with. A girl. Look at this still. <gasps> Melissa Parker is still alive. There are also some other strange circumstances here. I bought a basement-level room that the theater didn't know existed. But what stands out here about the video is... Oh, wow, I didn't want to be right about this, but I am. I did not want to be right. Knowing how much you like to be right, you're scaring me with that statement. The cameras did not capture the man, but they did capture his shadow moving along the wall of a hallway. It was the shadow of a person with a long coat, long hair, and carrying something. A briefcase. A briefcase. West Island State Police Services Border Town Station There are just a few FIS here. They're probably around here someplace. Special Agent Zern identified himself as belonging to the Counterterrorism Division. That's right. I would appreciate it if you would forward the reports to the address I supplied, as well as reports from this scene in Sunset Bay. The reports are right here on the WIX servers. We upload straight away on this island where life moves fast and crime moves faster. As for the Tiltons, you can question them, but I'll tell you right now, they don't know a thing. We're holding their vehicle for another day or two, I figure, and the Holland Hill implant was taken into FIS evidence. It's be sent to the E1 forensic eggheads, I imagine. Thanks for all your help. I need to step away for a bit to confer with my partner about our next step. Rest assured that the Wisps are on the job, and there ain't a chance in hell your guy's getting off the island if he's here. We even alerted our boys all the way to the top of the island of Nari, where the ferries run to North Island. That's reassuring. Thanks. Are you going to tell me what this is about now? Why the secrecy? It might be warranted, depending what's on that crystal flash drive. It may hold evidence of E3 or E2 wrongdoing. It's impossible to know until we take a look at what's on there. My informant gave me specific instructions that the information is not to be decrypted on a machine that's connected to a government system, or it'll be flagged and wiped. That suggests that the information may not be something that people in the high place would be comfortable with. 
I don't know how much credence I should give to that idea. Probably not too much, but I'm not going to take a chance of losing whatever someone went out of their way to get to me. Why did you wait to tell me about this? I meant to tell you, but the other developments in our case took priority. Also, I decided it was best to wait for the cipher key. You have it now. Have you figured out the numbers? Have I contaminated evidence by opening these fortune cookies? If you did, it's only evidence of who sent the message. I'm already sure of who that is. Did you figure out the decryption key? There were nine fortune cookies in the compartment. In each was a slip of paper with a letter on one side, and on the other side they say, these are your lucky numbers, followed by a sequence of numbers. I judge that you have to arrange the letters a certain way. So it's an anagram. Yes, and none of those my program has come up with are coherent. Like what? The best I came up with was Sphere Sun. That's O-N, not U-N. I could try this. Sphere Sun with an O-N. Spheres on. You think it's Spheres on? Spheres on what? No, I think the O-N is an N-O and comes before. No spheres. There's a proverb in the East Tridon which says there are no spheres. No spheres. Okay, no spheres it is. They sometimes even say it when they greet each other, or at the end of an important business meeting. I have heard that, but what does it mean to them? It means a lot of things. In general, though, it's just what it sounds like. Nothing keeps the same shape when you look at it from all angles. There are no spheres. This suggests that you can trust in nothing you see. It suggests that you don't know what you're looking at unless you see it from all angles. Know the dimensions is another saying which follows the same thinking. It worked! Great. I have decrypted the data. Looking now. Well? If this is true, then you're not going to believe who Mr. Cook is or was. And it is not anyone named Sigmund Bryce. McCandy Regal Theatres Cinema 7 Movieplex Sunset Bay, West Island Time, 8.37 a.m. I even considered gearing my training towards counterterrorism. I was advised that it was a dying field. I honestly wish that were true. The extremism of the political factions and the conspiracy groups grows. I just returned from a five-year deep cover operation in East North Island with a conspiracy group, and their philosophies were scary to say the least. How much longer do you think the DOS will be before they return the custody of this scene? It shouldn't be long now. Good morning, Special Agent Dazan. And Special Agent the Parish. It's good to see you as always. Likewise, Detective. Now, would one of you mind telling me what the hell is going on? The DOS issued a directive to have the scene inspected for any chemical contamination or additional explosives in the secret room of the theater. Sigmund Bryce is believed to be involved with the Cedrosinary bombing and may be handling extremely toxic substances to build explosive devices. This is panning out to be much more than a murder. I'm afraid so. You can both expect to see many more of the FIS today. 
There is a unit of the big task force on their way here right now. I have talked to two agents, one an agent to Resnick and the other was an agent to Garrett. I was notified that they would be coming. I also provided them with your number. I presume that you would have no objection to it. That looks like one of them now. Speak of the devil, eh? Don't. His ears ring too easy. Excuse me. Zern. Hello there, Agent Garrett. I understand your unit will be joining my investigation here. I look forward to working with you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Edict Zero FIS. Music and ambience heard on the show come from Nine Inch Nails, Kevin McLeod, Street Sweeper, Kristen Hurst, ERH, Swiss Army Symphonic Ensemble, Matthew G. Davidson, How to Destroy Angels, and Natalie Nicole Gilbert. Other music and sound effects come from Public Domain Show Producer and Slipgate 9 Studio Resources, as well as material released freely on the internet through such venues as the Internet Archive. Look to the show credits on the website for more information. This episode is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivative Works 3.0 United States License. For more information on Edict Zero FIS, visit its home at edictzero.wordpress.com. Thank you for listening.